Ministries, and I'm here to help those who may be caught up in addictions um, to find the way, uh, to find the way out. You know that to find the way out—that's that's what everybody's wanting, right? To find the way out. So um, this is to help you find the way, and the perfect way, and the only way. John 14, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Know, this statement from Jesus it is the ultimate meaning of life it is it's the meaning of life here on earth and um, for the life to come many are asking themselves every day what's the way out of this in this dark hole this dark place that I'm in you know we look for answers in all kinds of places and even people we look to help books maybe podcasts just like this we've looked to the world at at times and all it has to offer us and we end up empty we have this empty feeling this void within our spirit and many of us we've looked to drugs we've looked to alcohol we've looked to sex gambling all these other means to help fill this emptiness within us and it even seems to work for a little while but then we notice it's not helping anymore actually it just starts causing us more pain and more emptiness you know you may even blame other people for the pain that you're in today others may have hurt you whether it was physically or sexually verbally maybe they've done you wrong and it hurts I get it You know, we use hurt as an excuse to do the things that you do. Um, You know, that old saying, hurt people hurt people. And that's a true statement. But it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to be hurt anymore. You don't have to carry that. That's a choice to carry the hurt. You know, you have to come to grips with what may have happened to you. You've got to face it. You got to talk about it, and then ultimately you've got to forgive. And that's not easy, but it is possible. For all things are possible to Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, so for those that have placed their faith in Christ at some point in your life, you know, you've realized the great love that was showed to you through the work of Jesus by him giving himself for you so that you could be forgiven and that alone is enough that we should forgive others you know he's forgiven you all of your wrongs all of your sins not part of them not the ones you did last month or last week but he's forgiven you all of your sins yesterday today and even tomorrow you know, Hebrews 10, 12 tells us, but in Christ, excuse me, but when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. This passage says a lot in, in a little, but you know, this tells us that his work was complete and his forgiveness is eternal. 
You know, Christ was sinless. He died a sinner's death. His one-time sacrifice for sins was more than enough to satisfy the Father for our sin. In the passage, we see that Christ sat down, and that has meaning. A Hebrew priest um, wouldn't have been allowed to sit down after making a sacrifice for sin. They had to continually work in the temple, continually making sacrifices. But in here, we see Christ sat down. He sat down at the right hand of the Father on top of that. You know, think about it. Would, would God the Father let a sinner sit next to him? No, he couldn't. He is holy. And he is light. And darkness cannot stand before the light. So Christ's work, it tells us that Christ's work was sufficient. That the Father sees Christ as perfect just as he is perfect. You know, remember that Jesus said that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus didn't say you're free for today until you sin again. No. He said you're free indeed. Free forever. And that's what that's what we're all wanting. That's what we're all needing. We're wanting to be set free, set free from the guilt and the shame and the, the hurts, the pains of things we've done and things that others have done towards us. You know, you're free from sin and you're free from the wages of that sin. Because remember, the wages of sin is death outside of being inside in Christ. You know, the um, TPT version and the Bible says in John 8, 36, it says that you are unquestionably free. So without question, you are free for those that Christ sets free, for those that put their faith and trust in him and his complete work. You know, many of you, you've heard this gospel message of the need of Jesus. Um, you've heard that you need forgiveness. And I'm here to tell you today that yes, yeah, we need his bloodshed forgiveness. We need that. But there's so much more to the gospel than just forgiveness. You know, even the word saved, um, I think we often misunderstand it and misuse it. And, you know, many of you may ask, what do I need to be saved from? From what? Well, the Bible tells us that Christ saves us from ourselves. I mean, our sinful selves. We could not be made right with God as a sinner. As I talked about in the beginning, you know, that empty feeling. Well, that empty feeling in your spirit could also be death. And what I mean by that is your spirit is dead. Because of man's original sin in the garden, Adam and Eve, you know, all of us, since we're born, we're born into sin. You know, Romans 5.12 tells us that just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. And also Romans uh, 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So Adam, after sinning, became spiritually dead. He was um, cut off 
He was made in the image of God and given a spirit like God. And, you know, that's why we worship in spirit and truth. That's the only way we can connect. That's our only connection to our Father in heaven. You know, God is spirit. John 4, 24, that God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. You know, you were created for a purpose. Um, and that purpose is to worship, to glorify God. You're not created for yourself just to do as you want to do. Many of us think that. Many of us go on our drinking spurs and, um, you know, we, we think that I get to do what I want to do. Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> but there's consequences for that. That's not what God created you to do, though. You know, God did give us a free will to choose. He wants us to choose Him. He desires a relationship with you. He desires to live within you, to give you newness of life through the resurrection power of His Son, Jesus Christ. You know, um, he, he wants to love you, and He does love you. He wants you to accept His love for you. You know, He loves you so much that He made a way for you to be in relationship with Him. And that way is through His Son. Jesus came and He died a sinner's death. Even though he was sinless, he died a sinner's death. You know, blood is the price that had to be paid for sin. God set that standard. You know, the Jews, they used to sacrifice thousands of goats and sheep and bulls and nonstop as a means of being forgiven. But today, Christ has been that perfect sacrifice once and for all. There is no condemnation now for those in Christ. And that is awesome, awesome to know that there's no condemnation for me or for anybody else that puts their faith in Christ. You know, and truthfully, that's only half of the gospel message. Because you see, forgiveness is not all there is to salvation or the work of Christ. It's the resurrection power that gives us new life. It gives us a new heart. His spirit is now in you and you are in him. His life gives us life. You know, we're told in Ephesians 2, 6, that He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and seated us with Him in the heavenly places. He raised us up, guys, with Christ. John 5, 21, For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whom He will. <laughs> wow. Romans 6, 4, you know, we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. Newness of life, guys. <clears throat> Not the old self. The old self has been buried, placed in a tomb, and is done away with. You are given new life, made a new creation in Christ. You know, Romans 6, 7 says that um, for one has died and been set free from sin. 
You see, again, you're now a new creation, a new creature, a new person in Christ. You, you've been crucified, buried, and resurrected with Christ and brought and made into a new person. Now that is salvation, to be made new, to not have to live this life in, in the old ways, the old ways of thinking, the old ways of believing. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passed away. Behold, the new has come. Wow. Wow, the old is gone. You know, it isn't the old me continue, continuing to screw up here in this earth. It's the flesh, the old ways of thinking. And, you know, I'm not setting my mind, my thoughts on where they need to be. And I allow sin to sometimes do what it does, right? It, it's, it's sin. I do wrong. But I'm forgiven. That's, that's the awesome part of it. I'm forgiven. I'm free. I'm free in Christ. You know, Galatians 2.20 tells us that I am crucified with Christ. And it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live in faith. The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And that is a verse that, um, if you just meditate on that and dwell on it, it will change your life. You know, so to wrap this up, guys, in a nutshell, you who haven't turned to Jesus, I'm here to tell you there's nothing better than to turn to him, to allow him to make you whole to fill that void in your life. And all you have to do is believe. Believe in Christ. It's that simple. We make much more of it than it really is. For those of you that have called on his name in the past, all you have to do is the same. Just turn away and repent from the things you're doing and turn to God. Don't listen to the enemy. He's a liar. He'll tell you things and make you believe things if you allow it. God loves you. He's never left you nor forsaken you, and he never will. No matter what you do, he'll never leave you and never forsake you. He's right there. He's waiting. He's waiting on you. He bids you to come. And I hope that I've been of some help today to, uh, to some of you. If you'd like, you can email me at findthewayhelp at gmail.com. That's findthewayhelp.com at gmail.com. I'd be happy to um, speak with you and answer any questions you may have. And uh, anyway, until next time, guys, blessings. Mm-hmm.